especially when I'm young and now is the time where I don't really have that much tying me down. So if I want to move to Chicago or if I want to move to New York, if I want to move to the south of Spain, I'm going to do it. And the more that I do that, the more I teach myself that I can create a life anywhere that I go. Hey guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20-something. I'm finally back in Chicago and I'm back in Chicago after probably the past month. I've been traveling quite a bit. I have not spent more than 48 hours max in Chicago in my home in the past month. I was first, as you guys know by now, in Portugal for a week with my girlfriend. I was in Bulgaria for a little bit. As soon as I got back, I had some work travel both to Michigan and to New York City last week. I'm finally back in Chicago. And with that being said, I think that being away from the city gives me a bit of a clearer perspective on what I think, like where I'm at with my life in Chicago, specifically what I like and what I don't like. The funny thing is I've noticed that the more I travel, like you always think that traveling will quench your desire to travel, but it does the complete opposite. Like as soon as you travel, your desire to travel skyrockets. Like you feel like the more that you see of the world, the more that you are hyper aware of how much more there is of the world that you haven't seen and that you want to explore. Probably 90% of the trips that I book, like the flights that I book, are booked within 24 to 48 hours of being back from another trip. So as soon as I get back from Europe, I'm looking at plane tickets to book my next trip to Europe and a couple of others that are in the works. But like I said, stepping away from Chicago for about a month has given me a clearer perspective on not only like how much I love my life here in certain parts of it, but... I also think that it's given me a clearer view of how much I love like having my own life in a city that is mine. As you guys know, like I moved to Chicago, not only Chicago, but I moved to the US alone almost exactly a year ago. I moved last July and it is now July 2023 that I'm recording this. It's been over a year since I picked up, left the place where I went to school and moved and set up a life in a new city to start a new job and get a new apartment and made new friends in a completely new country. So I wanted to do a little bit of a part two, kind of a follow-up to that, reflecting on what I love and hate about that experience a year after. I did an episode just a few weeks after I first moved called Moving to a New City in Your 20s. And I can share transparently that that episode is the single episode that has the highest downloads. It's the single most popular episode that's reached the most people But also, it is the episode that the people message me about the most. So it's the one that has gotten the most engagement, that I have people who message me and say, I listened to this episode and I moved across the country because of it. Or I listened to this episode as I was, you know, on the plane before I moved and it completely changed my perspective when I was previously scared of doing a thing. You made me excited to start a new life for myself. And I love messages like that so much. The others, it's like that one. Moving to a new city in your 20s, independence, confidence, and solitude got a lot of response. Investing in your 20s and the war on masculinity. Those are the episodes that have the highest downloads. So I wanted to do a follow-up of sorts. It has now passed my one-year anniversary of the day when I said, Chicago, sure, I don't know where that is, but let's go. I may not be seasoned in Chicago as a city. I am seasoned in what it is like to move to a new place alone young and make a life for yourself. This is not my first time doing this. I was 16 when I did this for the first time. So the TLDR is this. Moving to the US alone at 22, probably the best thing I ever did. One of them. 
And in terms of Chicago as a city, I love it. Like, I really love it. But does it have its quirks? Yes, absolutely. In a typical consulting fashion, I think what I'll do is I'll give a snapshot of like the pros and cons that I found, like a little taste test, if you will. And then we'll dive into like talking about some of them more in detail. And a lot of this stuff, by the way, applies to moving to a new big city, Chicago or not. Like this applies generally to if you are someone who has moved to a new city young or are considering doing that. So pros. Lots of high paying jobs. Lots of young people downtown. Good deep dish pizza. Relatively low cost of living. And I say relatively is the important key term there. It's by the water, which is beautiful. There's an incredible social life in the summer. Good presence of art and architecture. It's walkable if you live downtown. Good sports. And listen, am I interested in American sports? No, absolutely not. But you'll see what I mean by this. It is easy to meet new people. And last but arguably most importantly, Chicago has very good almond croissant options. And that is something I have done my research on. Cons. Things that I do not like about Chicago. It sucks if you're living in the suburbs. Treacherous winter. Like absolutely treacherous weather between like September and May. Parking is a pain in the ass. You have to valet everywhere you go. Nightlife is expensive. There's a very high specialization of careers. So a lot of good jobs, but they're very, all very specialized in like a select few industries or areas. So they're limited. I find that there are more limited opportunities if you're looking for something outside of consulting and commodities trading, which are the two big ones. And last, not enough cigar bars. You'll notice obviously the list of pros here outweighs the cons. And it's also person dependent. So what I mean by that is this, like, these criteria, like these list of pros and cons, different people will attach a varying level of importance to them. So because the pros on this list are things that I personally attach a high degree of importance to, for example, like living in a walkable city. And by the same token, the cons happen to be things that I don't personally matter to me that much. For example, I don't drive. So whether parking is expensive or not, doesn't really make a difference to my life. So that changes the weighting of these criteria. Because for me, there are a lot of pros and also the pros are things I attach a high level of importance to. And there are a few cons and the cons are things that don't personally bother me that much. That skews the weighting. So the result is that overall, I'm happy. That might change for someone who, for example, if they're looking for a career outside of consulting or commodities training and they drive and the weather is important to them and they're moving from like Los Angeles, they might hate it. So it depends on the person, but for me, those are the things that I've noticed that I love the most, and we can go more in detail into each of those. The first that I talked about a lot is professional opportunities, and the reason I rank it first is that I think, and I've said this before, like when you are young, now is when you are in the position to make big moves or make big life decisions based on your career. Like you're just getting out of school, you're trying to launch your career. It's important and it's okay to, for example, move across the country, sacrifice social opportunities for building your career because that's when you're like planting the seeds. You're like cultivating it from the start and also you're building your work ethic. So you need to train your mind to think about wealth and professional opportunities and career, etc. when you're young because if you wait until you're older, you're going to get out of the habit and you will never build the muscle of operating with that frame of mind. It's also just easier to take the risks when you're young because 
you don't have a husband and kids and a house tying you down to a specific place. So with respect to professional opportunities, there are a lot of high paying jobs downtown. It's like any big city. Uh, probably pay a little bit less than New York because it adjusts to the cost of living, but there's really like, it is not difficult to find an amazing job if you're looking for something corporate downtown Chicago. Specifically, I've noticed that there's a lot of opportunities in consulting and in commodities. I actually didn't know this before I signed and moved, but it makes sense why my career, I specifically wanted a career in consulting and that drew me to Chicago. Not only do the major consulting firms, but also like a lot of mid-tier firms and more niche firms, they all have presence here. Honestly, like half of the people who you meet who are young somehow are consultants. It's like a very high concentration of people in that job. It actually feels like there are more people in consulting jobs than in corporate firms. So you wonder how the market works, but it's because a lot of firms have offices based in Chicago and do work for clients that are based elsewhere. And I think derivatives also, somebody told me once that Chicago is the derivatives capital of the world. So those are kind of the careers that I've noticed a lot of opportunities in. When you're young, I think it's important to position yourself like geographically in a big city where it becomes almost inevitable that you'll run into the opportunities you want. Actually, the same is true if you're an entrepreneur. You can't be living in some small neighborhood in a little town because there's just a lower chance that you are, will by chance run into somebody who could be a customer or an investor or a business partner. You meet a lot of people doing really cool shit in a city like Chicago. Often the conversation ends in an opportunity for partnership. I also think in terms of salary, like jobs pay well because the market is so big that they're competing Firms are competing with each other. And one level above that, like I would highly, highly, highly recommend finding a job where you're getting paid in USD. US dollar is the strongest currency in the entire world. It's the, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. For me, moving here and working here was like arbitrage. I could be doing the exact same job with the exact same firm, hold every other variable constant. But if I was working outside of the US, I would be getting paid significantly less, probably like twenty dollars to $30,000 less than I am working in the U.S. I've had a good experience with moving to the U.S. in terms of professional opportunities. There are really very few countries that can match this. So for those careers, I think Chicago generally has a lot of opportunities. When it comes to things like law or medicine, I'm probably not as qualified to talk, but I know that there are several good med schools in the area, so who knows, like maybe that might increase competition and make it harder to land a job, but that being said, it's just a hunch. I really don't know much about careers outside of consulting. Number two, the demographic. I want to talk about this. The demographic in the social life downtown in Chicago is amazing, and it makes it really easy to make friends. So if you're moving somewhere new and it's like a suburb or a family-oriented city, it's a different story. But if you're moving to any major city in the U.S., let's say you're moving to New York, Chicago, LA, Miami, SF, somewhere in Texas, I know like Austin's been big lately. There is such a large portion of the population that is also in their 20s moving to a new city for professional opportunities that you end up with a very high concentration of young people, especially in the downtown core, because young people gravitate towards where the social life is. And that's where all like the restaurants and bars and cafes are. You end up with a really high concentration of people like yourself, of the, your same demographic. So if you look at all of Chicago's neighborhoods around downtown, River North, West Loop, Fulton Market, The Loop, Streeterville, like even Old Town, they're popping with one, young people, and two, things to do. So it ends up being a lot of fun. Chicago's like very divided into 
small neighborhoods and each of them have their own feel and like different things to do. So research what fits you best. Like there are some neighborhoods that are amazing for bars, others that have all like the cafes and window shopping and vintage stores, others that are like by Streeter was really nice because it's by the lake. So you have Navy Pier and the river nearby. It just depends what you want, whether you want something quieter or busier. But the commonality is that all of the neighborhoods downtown Chicago are very social. The demographic of my building, I noticed the second that I moved here, everybody who lives in my building is probably between the ages of 23 and like 35. And they all work downtown and they all do similar things in terms of lifestyle. Like you see people going on their runs in the morning or going to Pilates or a workout class in the morning. And then on the weekends in the afternoon, everybody migrates to like the pool, the rooftop pool and the grill area and they're hanging out outdoors. So it's it's fun because you end up living around people who really do live a very similar lifestyle to yourself. So many of the people are also in the same position as you where they also move to a new city, sometimes alone. So people are, I find are very, very open to conversation, super welcoming and chatty. And it's actually really easy to make friends in all of these settings, like whether it's in your apartment or at a workout class or at a coffee shop. I've met podcast guests in my building. You'll make friends at Pilates. You'll make friends at coffee shops. I don't think that making friends or meeting people has actually been a difficult part of moving to a new city. Now, that being said, finding your people and friends who you really click with is a different story, but it is easy in general to meet people. My third pro is cost of living. I've found that living in Chicago is low relative to other big cities like New York. It's obviously high relative to a smaller city, but for what Chicago is, I think it's pretty affordable. As a benchmark, I'd say... If you want to live in a studio downtown, you're probably looking at 2000 US a month in rent. If you want a one bed, it's closer to like 2000 to 2500 And because of that, I love that it's feasible to live alone. That was important to me because I love my space and I like control over decorating it. And my home is like my sanctuary. I'm pretty independent, so I prefer living alone. I don't think I'd like living with a roommate as much unless it's like my husband. But I really love that it's feasible to live alone here. Like in a city like New York, you probably need a roommate. Like rent is twice as high. So even if you're fresh out of university making one to 200K salary, you can't afford to live alone. And the benchmark I gave for Chicago, that typically includes utilities and or internet. I think Wi-Fi is the only one that I pay on top of rent. And it also like technically includes a gym membership because I use the gym in my building, which I love. So I'm not paying for a membership at Equinox or Lifetime or anything like that. In Illinois, the income tax rate, I think it's now, it's something like 4.95, like just under 5%, and it's a flat rate. So regardless of the amount of money you make, your income tax rate is the same. I think that's pretty normal for most US states. I looked into it super briefly before I moved here, but I don't think it's a huge factor. And like, if that makes you mad, go to Texas. I think that's the only place in the US where you don't pay income taxes. And then I'm trying to think what else goes into the cost of living. Cost of transit, I can't really speak to because I walk everywhere. I walk to work. I walk to coffee shops. My girlfriends like Rowan all live close by, so I walk to their places. Literally, the only place that I go outside of downtown is probably if I'm golfing. And if I'm doing that, then I'm going with somebody who's driving. So the cost of transit is negligible, like maybe Ubers every now and then. I think Ubers to the airport are my only transit expense. Chicago is definitely a big city that feels like a small city. And I kind of like that. Like it has a charm to it. Cost of food and like groceries, that also 
depends entirely on you and the way you eat. So it's not really comparable. For example, like whether you're eating only organic groceries from Whole Foods or like fast food all the time will probably change the cost for you. I also can't speak to it much because I travel for work like a very good portion of the time. So that eliminates many of my day-to-day living expenses. What I will say is I probably spend like $12 on the weekends for my almond croissant and a cappuccino, which is a little bit excessive, but whatever. And if you're wondering about that, I've done a tour and so far I think Beatrix is the best. The chocolate almond croissant at Beatrix is incredible. You will find me there every single Sunday on their patio in River North with an almond croissant and a cappuccino. The fourth pro, and this one's huge, is Chicago has absolutely beautiful art and architecture. This I would group with the fact that it's by the water. In general, it's a much more beautiful city than what I expected. I expected like typical downtown skyscrapers, blah, 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 like big metropolitan area. But Chicago has this interesting thing where like half of the buildings downtown are the modern skyscrapers with glass walls, but the other half are these very old, like antiquated buildings made of stone and brick with like really interesting architecture. I think living here has made me realize how important it is for me as a criteria to live somewhere beautiful. Like I'm not somebody who is purely practicality focused. I'm not utilitarian. For me, to get the highest experience from my life, I need to feel beauty around me. And what I love in Chicago is that it's very rich in art and architecture. The first thing I did when I moved here was buy a membership to the Art Institute. And I love that I can go see a Monet exhibit or a Van Gogh without having to leave my city. And I love that people still do that. Like you walk into a museum and it's busy. Like there are other people, like it is normal for people to spend their Sunday doing that instead of sitting home and watching Netflix and scrolling on social media. It's so much more of a breath of fresh air. And I like that it's easy here for me to make that part of my lifestyle. I used to struggle with taking the time to do things that were not quote productive, like, you know, spending three hours on a Saturday walking around a museum staring at art. But I've come to appreciate it the older I get because it teaches me a lot about history. And it's also kind of like a little form of meditation in the city. Like when you go to a museum, you shut your phone off, nobody can reach you. I just get a fucking minute to myself and I love it. I think that if you can pick between spending two hours on a weekend watching Netflix or going to a museum, like I'm going to pick the latter whenever I can. Because I know that spending the two hours off screens in a beautiful venue with no noise, looking at a canvas that somebody else painted hundreds of years ago while staring at their muse, like that is going to make me a much calmer person than spending two hours watching Netflix. So being in a city where I have that is something that I love. Being by the water also, like nobody told me this. I swear I moved to Chicago without knowing that we had a body of water. I didn't know that it was by the lake. I didn't know that there was a beautiful river running through downtown. So it's easy to take walks by the river. There's lots of beaches. I know a lot of people gravitate towards water, so that can be important. Like I swear most people, there are two types of people. There are people who gravitate towards mountains, who like like hiking and all that stuff. That's not me personally. I gravitate towards the water and the beach. Like that's what I find calming. I have a tattoo of a wave on my forearm. So I love that. And there's rooftops where you can see a view of the lake. I just went to one yesterday with Ruan for her birthday called, oh fuck, what was it called? It was like J.R. Part. I don't remember the name. I'll put it in the show notes. But my point is you're by the water. So there's beaches, which makes it a lot of fun in the summer. The other pros I didn't get to, but probably are straightforward and I don't need to elaborate on 
good deep dish pizza. That being said, don't go to Giordano's. It's absolutely terrible. It'll make you feel like you have to go to the hospital. But Lou Malnati's is good and get the one with like the sun-dried tomato and the basil. I listed sports as a pro and I know that you guys are all laughing because I'm the last person to be talking about American sports. The only sport I was raised watching is football. And when I say football, I mean like the one that you kick with your feet, not American football. But that being said, what I have noticed is that because Chicago has so many sports teams, there's like two baseball teams, there's a football team, there's a hockey team, there is a basketball team, there's a soccer team, like etc. There's a lot of social life around the sports teams. So the games are actually really fun to go to. I've gone to Cubs games, I've gone to White Sox games, going to a Bulls game is still on my list. But it's a fun thing to do with friends, just more because of the atmosphere, less because of the sports. So I've liked that. It's been kind of a fun, like, all-American experience. And lastly, very good almond croissant options. Honestly, I'm impressed. It's not Paris, but Beatrix, Edie's, and Floreal have incredible almond croissants. That being said, as much as I rave about Chicago, and I really do love it, every city has its cons. If you live outside of the downtown core, half of what I just said is not applicable. So if you live in the suburbs, you're probably going to spend like 30 to 45 minutes driving into the city to do anything. So living in the suburb of Chicago is like living in the suburbs of any big city. It's not the same kind of experience. The winter is absolutely treacherous. They told me before I moved here that it's the kind of city that lives in the summer and dies in the winter. That's so true. It's freezing in the winter. Your nipples turn hard the second that you step outside kind of don't know what to wear and people stay indoors for the most part. The good thing is that the winter doesn't last very long. Like it probably gets cold in October and then it starts to turn into summer in May. So maybe during that time you can just travel. Like I went to Miami in that time, which was like a nice little break. Parking is a pain in the ass. This is interesting. I don't know exactly the year that this happened, but basically Chicago's Local government made a stupid mistake where they let a private company buy up all of the parking spaces in the city. So the result is that parking in the city everywhere is one, hard to find, and two, very expensive. Most places, if you go to a restaurant, you have to valet. But again, if you don't drive, it doesn't matter as much. Nightlife, I've heard, is expensive. Again, I'm not someone who I don't like going to clubs, for example. So that also doesn't really have a lot of importance. And on the career point, As much as I said that there are good high-paying jobs, there's clearly a high specialization. So I think that if I was in something like marketing or IT or law or investment banking, I don't think that living in Chicago would be as big of a plus because there doesn't happen to be a high specialization of opportunities in like those careers. There's definitely a trend in that like it is clearly a specialized job market. So if you work within the realm of that specialization, there will be an abundance of opportunities. If you work outside of that realm of specialization, it might be trickier to find a job. But again, like that's a pretty big picture generalization. It is never impossible to find a good job in any career that you were in. The last thing I've been disappointed by is not enough cigar bars. There are cigar shops here where you can buy cigars, but not a lot of like cigar lounges where you can sit and feel like you're in a scene in Mad Men and drinking an old-fashioned, so that's been disappointing. New York has a couple of really good ones. When I think back on it though, like at the end of the day, these are all details. And I also think that for me, what city specifically I moved to was also a detail. Like I've said this before, I actually didn't think much about Chicago before I moved here. I had the choice to work in Chicago, Boston, Detroit, or Toronto. 
looking at like the job opportunities that I had when I graduated. And I didn't think about it that much other than I knew I wanted to leave the country I was in and I knew I wanted a big city. So I said, okay, Chicago is the biggest one. I had no idea what to expect, but I kind of just said, okay, let's go and we'll figure it out. I also wasn't that attached to the decision because I know that I want to live in a few different places while I'm young. I knew that moving to Chicago didn't necessarily mean that I had to stay here for the next 10 years. So that kind of let me breathe with the decision and I didn't feel like it was a huge deal to move here. Everything ended up being a pleasant surprise. The more important decision was I just wanted to move somewhere new by myself. I love doing that. The first time I did that was when I was 16 and I went to live in France alone to go to high school there. And that was also incredible. I also don't think that this move is going to be my last. There's probably a high chance that in the next year or two, I'm going to be somewhere else that I want to move and set up a life. And I love that. Like for me, that is what makes my life in my 20s so much fun. I like the novelty and I keep going back to the fact that they say that novel experiences prolong your perception of the duration of your life. So your life feels longer and more exciting if you expose yourself to novel experiences. That's why I never want to stay in the same place my entire life, especially when I'm young and now is the time where I don't really have that much tying me down. So if I want to move to Chicago or if I want to move to New York, if I want to move to the south of Spain, I'm going to do it. And the more that I do that, the more I teach myself that I can create a life anywhere that I go. I think that's the biggest gain is that I was independent before I moved here and I was confident before I moved here. But the more that I take steps like this, the more I really show myself that I can set up a life wherever. Like you can throw me into any city and I'll figure it out and be able to set up a beautiful life. And I've also loved like making my home in Chicago my own and finding my people and getting to know what my tastes are. I think that leaving your city where maybe your family is, that is when you actually figure out what you like, what you like to do on the weekends and what your tastes are and like how you want to decorate your apartment and what kind of things you like to do when it's just you and it's just your life and you chose it and you chose the job to have in the firm to work for in the city to live in and you chose the apartment and you're paying for the apartment and you're choosing what to do on your weekends etc like you end up so many people in their 20s if you live with your family still you're living a life that is not entirely decided by you the second that you kind of start to make those decisions by yourself is when you'll get to know your tastes and you'll get to know your style and exploring that has been a lot of fun and i'm really excited to keep exploring that wherever my life ends up taking me in the next year or two. If you find any kind of value in this episode, send it to your best friend, send it to your mom, share it with anybody. One step further that would help me a ton is if you leave a rating and review on the pod, that makes a huge difference. The main way that podcasts grow on platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts is through ratings and reviews. That's what like gets the algorithm to push it to more people. So if you can take literally 30 seconds to write a review, I don't care what you say, like just tell me what your favorite episode is. Any kind of feedback you want to leave, stuff you want to hear from me or guests that you want to have on the podcast, let me know. I promise I read all of them and I would be super grateful.